Hello, welcome back to Magic Woods. This story is called The Lost Kingdom. So Era and her friends stayed in Figgy Pudding for a few more days. But the Figgy Pudding Library wasn't very well supplied, so Era couldn't do any useful research. But the librarian told her there was a huge library at the Animal College. Era said, oh, where's the Animal College? And the librarian said, inside another mountain called Crisscross Applesauce. Era said, there's another mountain? How many mountains are there? And the librarian said, only four that we know of. Four mountains that are hollow and have animals living inside them anyways. Era said, okay. So Era found the approximate location of Crisscross Applesauce on her map. It didn't have the actual mountain on her map because the map was ancient and Crisscross Applesauce was new. Although the animals who lived there thought it had been there for a long time. So anyways, Era found the approximate location on her map and she said, I think that's our best bet as far as libraries go. That's what she said to Dazzy and Katerina. And then she sighed and said, but probably it won't have any books on Mimi culture or history. Katerina said, well, aren't there any Mimi libraries left? No, there are no Mimis left, except for me and my brother. Era took out her telltale and checked, just to be certain. Pookie's pea side was still shiny and bright. Dazzy said, are you sure there's no Mimis left? Era said, well, there used to be a Mimi kingdom called Chalet near the eastern edge of the world. But it got cut off from the rest of Magic Woods long ago, and there's no way to get there now. Dazzy said, Okay then, well, I guess we're going to crisscross Applesauce. And her eyes twinkled. She said, I'm excited to see the Animal College. I've always wanted to go to college. So on a morning in late April, they packed their supplies, said goodbye to their figgy pudding friends. Bufo the Toad, who was already twice the size he had been when they had met, let out a truly malodorous goodbye belch. <laughs> And then they began the long journey down Everlasting Road. They brought Didmore's recording device with them, in case they met him again and needed to prove that he was evil. But they used Era's miniaturizer to shrink the device down to a size they could easily carry. They had only been gone about an hour, when out of nowhere, a huge yellow vehicle appeared beside them with a loud sonic boom. Dazzy said, oh, what the heck is that? Era said, there's a pink elephant behind the wheel. A huge pink elephant. Katarina said, oh, maybe the elephant is bubblegum flavored. Dazzy said, don't lick it. The elephant opened the door of the bus. Katarina said, what's your name? The elephant said, um, Savannah. Are you bubblegum flavored? No. Well, nice to meet you. I'm Katarina. Savannah said, do you want to ride or not? Katarina said, yes. And Era said, can you take us to a mountain called Crisscross Applesauce? But the elephant shook her head and said, Nope, I'm heading to the edge of the world right now. <gasps> Katarina said, Ooh, the edge of the world? Can we jump off and do flips? Dazzy said, No. Era said, Wait, you mean the eastern edge of the world? Yep. Era said, Wow, this, this could be our way to the lost kingdom of Chalet. There might be some Mimi's still there. Dazzy said, Awesome. And she looked up at the driver and said, Does it cost anything to ride? And the driver said, one life. Excuse me? One life. We have to sacrifice something alive to the Weirdlands to pay for the ride. Era said, oh. Dazzy said, um, could it be a bug? And Savannah, the elephant, shrugged, said, as long as it's alive. 
Ira folded her arms. She said, I don't want to hurt any living thing. Dazzy said, but what about a midge? Ira went, hmm, remembering all her troubles with lake midges. She said, okay. So Dazzy caught a midge, and they climbed onto the bus, and then Savannah pressed a red button. The world around them disappeared. Soon they were zooming through the weird lands. Dazzy threw the midge out the window to pay for the ride. Now, it was a long ride to the edge of the world. Katerina couldn't keep still. She jumped into the front seat and tried to help Savannah drive the bus. And the harried elephant said, don't touch anything. There were dials and gauges and switches and buttons all over the dashboard. She said, this is a very complicated machine. I need to concentrate. Katerina touched a red button. What does that do? Don't press that. It's an emergency altimeter adjustment boom. Katerina pointed at a lever. What does this do? Oh, be careful. That's a backup Rolf shifter. Katerina pointed at a blue button. Oh, what about this one? The elephant trumpeted an alarm. Don't press that. Don't even look at it. Why not? You would create a vortex and we'd be sucked into oblivion or worse. Dazzy said, oh, that would be terrible. Katerina, stop. Katerina said, how do you know it would be terrible, though? You always say you won't know until you try it. Have you ever been sucked into oblivion before? It might be fun. Dazzy said, of course I've never been sucked into oblivion before, but so how do you know you wouldn't like it? (sighs) Dazzy shook her head. But Era smiled and said, you need to be careful teaching aphorisms to that one. (laughs) Dazzy grunted in agreement. Katerina stopped touching buttons, but she still asked lots of questions. What does that button do? What what about this one? Why is that light blinking? Why is that alarm going off? Finally, Savannah exiled Katerina to the back seat. And the restless kitten ran up and down the aisle a few times. Then she bounced off the seats for a few minutes. Then she tried to play I Spy with Dazzy and Era. She'd look out the windows into the weird lands and say, I spy a rutabaga, or I spy a cowboy hat, or I spy a city made of mist. But it was a pointless game as they were going far too fast. Whatever she had spied was already far behind them and changed into something else by the time anyone started guessing. But that didn't deter Katerina. She tried playing for about 10 minutes before Dazzy said, That's getting annoying. It's impossible to play I Spy with things going by so fast. Katerina said, Okay, then let's play I Spy with stuff on the bus. Dazzy rolled her eyes. Oh, great. Katerina looked at Dazzy thoughtfully. I spy something grumpy and blue with wings that rhymes with spazzy. Hey! Era kept staring out the window at the passing weirdness. She said, They say that's where dreams come from, Etheria. I never thought I'd get to see it. It calls to me somehow. Finally, they reached the edge of the world. They saw a huge oak tree that stretched all the way up to the sky. They saw a strange, dreamy nothingness past the edge of the world. They saw a wide, wild river that spilled over the edge in a magnificent waterfall. Dazzy said, this is a cool place. I don't see any Mimis yet, but... Era said, well, they live upriver. We'll have to fly. She turned to the driver and said, how long before you leave again? And Savannah said, I'll be back in a week. And then, poof, the bus disappeared. Era said, oh... Dazzy said, guess we're trapped here for a week. Katerina said, yay, I want to look over the edge of the world. And she ran right to the edge of the world. And Dazzy said, no, and she flew after her. But I just want to see. Hmm. So Dazzy let Katerina ride on her back and they flew to the edge and looked down. Dazzy said, see, it's just nothingness out there. Katerina craned her neck, trying to look. 
under the edge. She went, no, look, I can see the rock under the edge. Look, there's a whole thing down there. She leaned out a little too far and fell. Wah! And Dazzy said, Katerina, and she raced down to get her. And she caught the little kitten on her back. And Katerina said, wee! Dazzy said, no, we out here at the edge of the world. Katerina said, okay. So they flew back to Era, and Era said, let's go see if we can find my people. She looked younger, happier, full of hope. So they flew upriver, scanning the landscape for signs of Mimi's. They came to a wide green country with open grasslands and patches of dense forest. Era said, this must be Chalet, the ancient Mimi kingdom. But they saw no signs of Mimi's. After a few minutes, they did see a group of stick people pointing up at them. Dazzy said, maybe we can ask those stick people if they know where the Mimis are. Era said, okay, but let me do the talking. Stick people tend to not like talking animals. Dazzy said, because of the prophecy? Yeah. So just pretend you're wild animals that can't talk. Katarina said, I won't say anything. I won't say five words or ten words or even 59 words. I'll be totally, absolutely, completely quiet. I'll be so quiet, you won't even know I'm there. Era said, yes, that would be good. They landed in the field, and Katerina hopped off Dazzy's back, and they stood behind Era. The stick people stepped forward tentatively. Their leader wore a crown of flowering vines and a regal robe of spun pussy willow fluff. She looked at Era in mild wonder and said, Are you a Mimi? Yes. Another stick, one with a surly face, eyed Katerina and Dazzy suspiciously. Your companions... Do they speak? No, said Era. Of course not. They're just regular animals. Animals can't talk. Katerina said, Meow. Sounding very unlike a real cat. Era said, uh, She's a rare species of jungle cat. They have an interesting cry, don't you think? Hmm. The surly stick looked up at Dazzy. Is this winged salamander creature also your pet? Hmm. Dazzy growled low. Era said, uh, she's my companion, not a pet, and she's a dragon. The leader, the queen, spoke again. She said, well, I am Tinkali, queen of the Willa. Era said, my name's Era. Nice to meet you, your majesty. And Queen Tinkali smiled and said, it's truly an honor to meet an actual living Mimi. Era said, wait, you mean you've never seen a Mimi before? The queen shook her head sadly. No, only, only an art. Long ago, they had a kingdom here, Tis said, but there are none left today. Era took some deep breaths, trying not to cry. She said, what happened to them? Were they killed by an evil goddess named Mama? <gasps> at the mention of Mama's name, some of the stick people trembled and looked up at the sky uneasily. I, I don't know, said the queen. It's possible, but there is no mention of Mama in any of our old legends. Era said, then how come your people know about her then? Well, she has come here twice in the past two years. She told us we had to worship her. We gave her a great many gifts. And the surly stick said, as befits a goddess. I am Tekru the Wise, Mamma the Most Beautiful's chief priest in these parts. Era said, well, Mamma's evil. She killed all of my people. And the priest said, blasphemy! And the queen said she killed many of our people, too. And the priest said, only those who refuse to worship her. The queen said, yes. Well, now we have you to guide us in such matters, Tekru. 
thank goodness. She smiled at Era. Come, won't you join us for food and drink? Era said, we'd love that. The queen said, we? I mean, I'd love that, said Era quickly, but perhaps I could get some food for my animal companions as well? Of course, said the queen. The priest narrowed his eyes. Hmm. Katerina said, meow. The queen led Era and her animal friends through a small forest to another green field. There they found tables already set with food. Era's stomach rumbled at the sight of jam and mushrooms and honey and potatoes and carrots and bread. But the queen said, Oh, if only you had visited us later in the season, then we would have given you fresh fruit and vegetables from our gardens. Era said, No, this is perfect, thank you. Katerina and Dazzy had to eat on the ground a little ways away from the tables. And the priest, Tekru, kept staring at Katerina as she helped herself to some bread and a bowl full of water. Katerina noticed him watching and pretended to be a normal kitten. She licked her paws daintily, and she went, Meow. The priest went, Hmm. Era asked the queen, Have you ever heard any legends about someone called the Pumpkin of Magic Woods? The queen said, No. Hmm. Do you have a library anywhere? The queen said, I, I don't think so. What's a library? Era said, Never mind, but thank you for the meal. Well, you are very welcome. Era said, we're going to be in this land for a week, and she stood up. I guess we'll, I mean, I'll look for clues about what happened to the Mimis who once lived here. Did they leave any ruins or anything? The queen said, not really. There is a cemetery not far from here, and some piled rocks that may once have been a foundation for a building. But that is all that remains of those people. I'm sorry. Era said, okay. And the queen said, you are welcome to stay with us during your time here. Era said, thank you. But then she saw the surly priest staring at her with unfriendly eyes, and she said, um, but we might just camp out on our own, if that's okay. The queen said, well, as you wish. So Era joined Dazzy and Katerina, and she said, come on, you two. And Katerina said, meow, to the stick people as she walked away. And Dazzy said, thank you. She forgot that she wasn't supposed to talk. And everyone froze. The priest said, The reptile spoke. It is a talking animal like the one from the prophecy. And Katerina said, I am too. I talk too, you know. <gasps> the stick people grabbed their spears and knives and surrounded the group. Queen Tinkali frowned at Era and said, You lied to us. You did not tell us that your animals spoke. Era said, Well, I didn't want you to kill them. The priest turned to the queen and said, We must kill them, your majesty. One of them may be the animal from the prophecy. Hera said, So is that what you're going to do? Just kill every talking animal you ever meet? The queen said, Well, we, we have to. We are the guardians of the forest. We must protect this world. Hera said, But only one animal is the world destroyer. You can't kill every animal you meet. Katerina said, Yeah, we're nice. We would never destroy the world. Well, at least not on purpose. Maybe by accident we would. Dazzy said, not helping. The sticks pressed forward, weapons at the ready, but Dazzy flexed her wings. She said, I can breathe fire, and I bet stick people would burn nicely. The sticks stepped back, fear in their eyes, but they didn't lower their weapons. Era said, please, and she held up her hands, and she looked at the queen and said, why is it so important for you to save the world? And the priest said, because that is what we must do. 
and he had an evil and eager grin on his face like he wanted a fight. But Queen Tenkali thought for a moment and she said, No, we protect this world because the world is beautiful and we love it, and we don't want innocent lives to be lost in its destruction. Eris said, But if you would kill an innocent animal, then you would destroy their whole world. All their emotions, their dreams, their memories would be obliterated. You would be the world destroyers. The priest said, Enough of this! Kill them! The stick soldiers rushed forward. Dazzy crouched low and got ready to breathe fire. But then the queen said, No! Soldiers, put down your weapons! The soldiers lowered their weapons. Dazzy took a deep, cooling breath. The queen said, Era the kind-hearted is right. We need to be better than this. We shall not sacrifice one innocent life to save the world. If we ever meet the true world destroyer, we can take care of them then. But in the meantime, I hereby decree there will be no indiscriminate killing of talking animals. Katerina said, Yay, you're not going to kill us. The priest said, But, but, but. Tinkali said, I am still the queen. The stick soldiers none of whom liked the priest, watched him closely. And the priest forced a smile and bowed and said, Of course, your majesty, but we will have to ask Mamma the Most Beautiful what she thinks of this new way when she returns. The queen said, Of course. There was a silence. Then Katerina said, Are we all going to be friends now? Yes, said Era. Yay! Katerina gambled about the field, jumping all around, and she said, Anyone want to play with me? While some of the stick people went to play with her, running and chasing through the field and trees. And one of them produced a ball, much to Katerina's delight, and they kicked it about, playing keep away from Katerina. Queen Tinkali approached Era and Dazzy. She said, You truly are a wonder, Era, the last of her people. Thank you, said Era, suddenly feeling very young and missing her family. Tears came to her eyes. The queen smiled up at Dazzy and said, And you... You are a glorious creature, so colorful and powerful. Mm. Dazzy was flattered in spite of herself. Thank you. Also, just so you know, the animal from the prophecy will come from a yellow mountain. And we're from a red mountain. Oh, said the queen. <laughs> well, you might have said something earlier. Sorry, said Dazzy. I was a little busy defending my friends. Well, the three friends stayed amongst the willow tree stick people, or the willa, for a whole week. But they found no clues that could help them find Era's parents. Era said, I guess the library at Crisscross College is still our best shot at information. At last, the elephant bus returned. Queen Tinkali and her people waved goodbye. Well, Tekru the priest didn't wave goodbye. He just glowered at everyone from the shadows. And Tinkali said, Farewell, Era the kind-hearted and Dazzy the magnificent. Katerina said, what about me? Don't I get a nickname? And you, Katerina the uh, uh, Boisterous, may you find friends aplenty on your quest, and may you find Era's parents at the end of your journey. Thank you, said Era. Now Savannah, the elephant bus driver, was not thrilled to see Katerina again. She looked at Dazzy and said, are you going to throw her out the window to pay for the ride, your kitten? Dazzy said, no, not today. Katerina said, hey. So they blasted away into the weird lands, and Dazzy threw a mealworm out the window to pay for the ride. Katerina kept trying to touch buttons. She asked dozens of questions. Savannah said, mm, are you trying to cause a ruckus? 
Katerina said, always. At last they came to a stop, and Savannah opened the door. They were in a small clearing in a dense evergreen forest. Hera got off the bus and said, oh, what is this place? This isn't where you picked us up. Nope. Dazzy said, where's Everlasting Road? Savannah pointed her trunk to the west. Many Hopkins that way. Then why did you bring us here? The elephant raised her eyebrows. We elephants have our own reasons for traveling as we do. Consider yourselves lucky. Dazzy said, lucky? Yes, said Savannah. This is the last time any elephant bus will stop here. Dazzy said, well, I can see why. There's nothing here. We're in the middle of nowhere. But then Katerina said, ooh, I hear a waterfall, and she ran into the woods. Phew. Savannah said, beware the fountain, and then with a boom, the elephant bus disappeared from sight. Dazzy said, beware the fountain? What does that mean? She and Era looked at each other. They heard running water in the woods. Then they heard Katerina laughing, and then they heard a splash. Katerina, they cried, and they rushed into the forest. Well, that's the end of the story, The Lost Kingdom. The next story is called The Spirit of the Spillway. Goodbye. <laughs>